friends, welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Walt and I'm joined by Emily and Zach. How are the both of you? Good. Doing okay. I think I said both of you last time too. Meh. Can't, can't recycle material. The days blend one into the next. So we are, it's the middle of the month, so that means it's time for our One Piece Club. Those of you who have been looking on Twitter might have noticed that one of our group is like skyrocketing ahead. Yes, <laughs> it's not me, weirdly enough. <laughs> so, Zach, I take it you're liking things. Yeah, it's really good. I'm um, in Annie's lobby, which I just had Emily confirm the pronunciation <laughs> of so that I wouldn't make a fool of myself. Um, and yeah, it's really good. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm just I'm just blazing through to like um, kind of give an idea of where I'm at now without being too spoilery. I just uh, saw Luffy learn or use a new attack for the first time. Oh yeah, that was kind of a big deal. I know what you're talking about. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, new, new attacks are always like a big thing in shonen. Yeah, there. Yeah, that happens quite a bit in One Piece. Actually, I was gonna say it didn't, but I was like, wait, what am I talking about? Just, yeah, like Luffy has a arsenal when you first meet him, but it's just sort of like normal right. like punches and kicks and stuff. But yeah. Well, so back to where we are now, though, is where we're picking up on the second half of the Alabasta arc. Uh, we ended last time with Luffy's defeat to Crocodile. Yes, he lost to Crocodile. They fought in the middle of the desert, I think, near... Yeah. They were on the other side of the kingdom. They were, like, across that river. And so it seemed like all was lost, like he was going to die. But Miss All Sunday... that would have been the end of One Piece. That would have been the end. Would have been a weird place to end it. But so Miss All Sunday saves him, and uh, he eventually gets back with the Straw Hats. I don't really remember all of the, like, logistics. It just kind of shows back up, I believe. Yeah, but at any rate... Yeah, they. Uh, I think where we left it, they were storming into. Yeah, the beginning of Alabarna. the fight of the rebels and everything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So as we said last time, I think that Alabasta is uh, One Piece's first great arc, and I think that even though we read roughly the same amount of chapters, I think there's like a little bit more. The first half that we re- read for the last chapter, there's a bit more of the like establishment of setting and characters mm-hmm. and everything. The second half is more of a, um, it's a sort of the, uh, like action fest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's very good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like almost all of the action set pieces. I think there's something good about every one of them. I wouldn't say they're all like really exciting. I, I wouldn't really call one piece fights exciting i don't i maybe a couple but like most of them are just sort of like oh this is nice this is interesting how they're using their powers like it's not like a dragon ball z thing sure and like you were sort of you sort of mentioned zach you know it's like there's sort of these like familiar emotional arcs with one piece um even with the villains to some extent too Mm -hmm. uh yeah like the villain will show up once or twice and kick luffy's ass and then he'll come back and win somehow. I mean, that's kind of common in Shonen in general, I guess. But it happens a lot with One Piece. But, I don't know, I think I think 
there are some there there are some later arcs where this gets a little egregious, but I think like with the fighting fighting crocodile, it sort of makes sense the sort of progression in the fights. Yeah, I feel none of none of these like you know you've got these like separate fights more or less. I feel none of them are like drawn out too long. Yeah, that becomes a little bit of a problem later. <laughs> a little bit. I still like Dressrosa, but Walter's just going to complain, complain, and claim when we read it. So, and I'm going to have to be the Dressrosa defender. So, but at any rate, yeah, I think the first big fight, is it Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas? Usopp and Chopper? Yeah, I believe. I forget I, the exact order. I, I so what, say, what are all the different? Okay, so it's Miss, that, Miss that's Merry one Christmas and Mr. Four versus Usopp and Chopper. There's, There's Mr. Mr. One, one versus... and Miss Doublefinger versus Nami and Zoro. Right, but which essentially splits off into their own. Nami fights Miss Doublefinger, which is supposed to be New Year's Day. Right. One, one. Oh, Miss Doublefinger. I, That's why it's yeah, called that. Okay. It's kind of a weird. Oh, that is weird. Okay. Doublefinger kind of sounds like a sexual thing. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to go maybe... there on a family friendly <laughs> podcast. But... We, we cuss on here sometimes <laughs> and we make innuendos. But. Yeah, so Mr. One and Zoro's fight, I like that one a lot, even and, though it's kind of bullshit. But and, and then there's uh, Sanji and Sanji and Mr. Two, which is awesome. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Um... I think that's the funniest one. I I actually really like. I want to talk about the Mr. Miss Merry Christmas thing because I think it's kind of underrated. Okay, sure. I I want to say that that fight is the first time I realized how weird One Piece is. <laughs> It, if you break down, like you, that, you sort of it took you, it took you that many chapters. I, I know, but like you break down the logic of the fight, it feels like the most absurd thing ever. It's like okay, this Christmas-themed woman who can turn into a mole human works with this big dude with a baseball bat who comes out of her mole holes. <laughs> can I? <laughs> I don't know what to call the hole she made as like a hedgehog, not a hedgehog, a mole. Yeah. She's a mole. Um, Tunnels. Her <laughs> mole tunnel. Yeah, better than mole holes. God. Oh, mole it's mouse. good. It's good. Yeah. So, and he comes out and like hits them with baseball bats, which like, it's silly. And, and don't forget the dog. The dog. It's, okay. It's yeah. Lasso. Like, okay. shoots out. No, listen. Yes. Did you, did you read? Okay. This was actually kind of lore important. Did you read what this dog was? It was uh, a gun that ate yes. the devil fruit. Yeah, that has never been explained. <laughs> it has never been explained how, but but we know that somehow inanimate objects can eat. Devil or like fruit. quote unquote eat. So like your desk could eat like the human human fruit and turn into like a human desk. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Like I, that's the implication. So this this thing ate a dog fruit, <laughs> and so it gets sick and like hiccups balls or something i forget it shoots it shoots baseballs from mr four to hit which like well, they're like bombs bombs that are look like baseballs but so this fight is just it's weird it's it's definitely i would say the weirdest yet it's the weird it's one of the weirdest in the entire probably, set. i always i remember it because it's so weird yeah like so first of all too like they had to lure so misanji <laughs> or um sanji oh my god Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas can't really fight unless they're at that one spot, right? Like I'm sure they'd figure out something. She can probably burrow through lots of things. It was called, like, Moletown. So I was like, what? Because <laughs> I, I couldn't remember this chapter. I was like, oh, this is a Miss Merry Christmas fight. Okay. So, um, yeah, that... it's, it's interesting. I, I love I love the uh, very Looney Tunes of, like, her, like, dragging Usopp through the walls and 
leaving behind like a perfect like imprint of the outline of his body. Did you catch how they won? He uh, he imitated Mystery Christmas. He like he she was like they managed to like knock her down so that she was like being being toted towards Mr. Four and and Usopp like held his nose and said yeah. the thing that tells right, Mr. Right, right. Four to hit him. Yeah. Okay, I misunderstood what yeah. you were asking. That's cool. So there's that. There's there's just a lot going on in that one. There's a lot going on, and yet it's actually kind of fun to watch in the anime. I feel like it's one of the ones that like. If you it's, were it's, to watch, if you were like a kid, this would be the coolest thing in the world. Also, if you're like 32, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just that's just a random number I'm throwing out there. But yeah, so they win. Usopp and Chopper win. I forget what Chopper did. Chopper does some transformations or something to help. I can't he's remember. Yeah, he cycles power. through brain, a lot of. He them, uses yeah. that thing where he like puts his hooves out and goes like this, like. Like makes a diamond and then like, like he kind of stops doing that after a while. Isn't there some uh, superhero or something that can see the weakness in all things or something? That's what that's what Chopper does. Oh, villain? What is that? No, called? that's. Uh, I think you're thinking of uh, there's the, the inhuman Karnak. That that uh, that is this. what I was wondering if what you're talking about. It reminds me of the um the Pokemon attack lock on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. what I think of every time that he does it. Yeah, so um, then there's, I think this, I don't, it doesn't really matter. They sort of happen simultaneously, less, yeah. but like Sanji fights Mr. Two. They help Vivi get into the the city first and foremost. So while she's trying to get to like the palace, everyone's fighting the Broke Works people. And I think something that both modern One Piece and a lot of, a lot of Shonen action series would be guilty of is kind of like, cutting up these fight scenes so they're like okay they're happening simultaneously and they'd like devote like Mm -hmm. a third of each chapter to different ones Mm -hmm. i like this better this is so much better i i like having it because that that's the thing that like that happens later makes me feel like and it happens (laughs) forever that happens in black clover it happens it just like yeah it just kind of it, becomes like a slurry of stuff happening and i can't really keep yeah track. This it is makes like it really more... hard to keep the threads yeah for sure right the, the very important like logistics of the mole fight <laughs> yeah 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 so um, sanji and mr two like use well it makes sense because sanji's the most like a dancer i guess because he kicks yeah i don't know sure sure yeah i don't know there's like a weird thing there also they're like well sanji's a, a ladies man and so Mr. Two can't really beat him except when he becomes Tommy. Yeah, there are there he are two two sequences that are extremely funny. Of there, there's first when he like shows off. I forget what he he like names it. Where he's like, I where he talks about how he can mix and match like all the features of people he's touched. He's like, this I'm gonna like make like so, <laughs> something like extremely silly. So. And it's just, Aww. it's just like Mr. Two with Usopp's nose. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there's like another thing. <laughs> and he, no, that, there's a really, yeah. I, I actually posted it on Twitter. There's a really funny panel of Mr. Two looking very sadly into like a hand mirror. Cause, Cause like Sanji's like, that was mostly you. <laughs> yeah. And he's not even really making fun of him that much. And he's just like, that was mostly you, my man. And Mr. Two's like, no. Yeah. The facial expression he has there is so yeah. good. And then Mr. I think Two. Mr. Two is great. Oh, he's so good. I think it's after that where there's the 
thing about where he realizes, ah, if I turn into Nami, you won't hit me. <laughs> there's the really good, like, sequence of, like, Sanji just kind of, like, stone-faced as he's... Looking at Mr. Bon Shio. And then he, like, changes to Nami, um, and, like, you know, he's got hard eyes and his tongue out, and then just a repeat of him, like, being stone-faced as he changes back. Yeah. Um, That's silly. Just really, really funny. Um, good visual humor. Yeah, Characterization. Exactly. Um, Sanji likes women, everyone. Plus, well, it's all funny. There, there is the pretty good uh, thing of him figuring out how his how Mister Two's uh, power works with him, like touching his face and mm -hmm. being able to. Well, he can't use his what do they call it? Okama my way. Okama style something. Okama my way style when he's transformed. So he has to right. turn back into himself right before he hits. And, Luckily. And, and he realizes that, you know, I, I just have to hit you before you hit me in that moment. It's like parrying in Bloodborne. It's like right before. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It is exactly like that. It actually is, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like Sanji, just from how much I've read recently, Anytime Sanji fights someone, you know, like Luffy and Zoro both just kind of, you know, overpower everyone, but Sanji yeah. like looks for the weird weaknesses, I guess, yeah. that characters have, and that's usually yeah. how he beats them. And then whereas like Usopp is just like dumb luck all the time. Oh, there's um, a there's an awesome fight with Usopp. It's one of my favorites in the whole series later in Thriller Bark. I won't spoil it. I told Walter the gist of it, and he thought it was great. But at any rate, well, yeah, I think he, that's what yeah. I'm at. I think that's where I'm at next. So it probably won't be too mm -hmm. long till I get there. Yeah, yeah, you're right though that Sanji's, I guess, like if you could call it like more strategic. Yeah. Uh, Usopp, Usopp is sort of strategic sometimes because mm -hmm. it kind of has to be. Kind of has to be, and he's also so, a sniper. That reminds me. I, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up about the uh, <laughs> fight with Usopp. Yes. Is the one ton hammer so good <laughs> yes so good. oh about about how it, she he fooled her with the uh... yeah well uh, it's, it's funny like that mr four the implication is that mr four was knocked out right even though the hammer was like two pounds or something <laughs> just the just force such, of the lie such a good gag the lie was Which, so i can't remember powerful. have we seen this yet yes usopp's usopp's um usopp's voodoo hammer. Which one? Have we seen Usopp do his like voodoo? Because this is kind of along the same line. <laughs> I don't no? think so. Okay, is this I can't. Later? It must be later. Um... No, I haven't seen it. I don't remember that yet. Okay. Or, okay. I don't remember that having happened. I, it just made me think about it because Usopp is just—he has a very powerful uh, force of suggestion. Um, yeah. With people. Yeah, he does actually. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I just like the implication that like power suggestion convinced Mister Four he had been hit by one ton, <laughs> yes. and uh, he just like fell over. But yeah, so then we've got uh, Nami and Zoro with, uh, with this double finger yeah, and Mister One again. The, splits up as we said before. I sort of like the Nami fight because she gets hurt pretty badly. Yeah, she, she does. Sort of, she sort of like <laughs> she gets pretty fucked up. She she kind of powers through it, and like yeah. they sort of don't really let Nami do much interesting uh, as the series goes on. Yeah, but... this is kind of like the first step toward making she... her like you know she's she's got her own like yeah. you know climate baton thing and all the like fun all the stuff of like Usopp's notes about how this will be great. I for like a that party Usopp, trip. Usopp made her a weapon. That's cute. Yeah, that's nice of him. Yeah, yeah I, I remember when nice I read boy. this. Yeah. I I remember when I read this. I thought it was kind of weird that it 
her weapon was weather based. I felt like that kind of came out of nowhere. But then, um, well, she's a navigator. Well, yeah. So recently, I was watching like the first few episodes of uh, One Piece because they're on Netflix right now, and like the oh, first yeah. time you see, not the first time you see Nami, but really early on, she like um, predicts that a storm cloud is gonna come and yeah, like sh- uh, get those like uh, pirates that she steals the ship from. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I just kind of that. I didn't make the connection at first, and I thought, well, oh, this just this seems kind of out Random. of nowhere. Yeah, but, yeah. As you said, it's it's pretty established yeah. early on. Yeah, no, I get it though, because like it it feels a little bit. It doesn't connect exactly, like because you you don't normally think like navigation weather. But she, oh well, she does have to know like weather patterns and like right. thunderstorms, and she did show that ability. But like, it's hard to tell at first. Like, well, the climate baton seems kind of useless, and gets better later, but. She gets better at using it, but yeah, she eventually learns to use it. But she almost dies a couple times. <laughs> so and while that's happening, uh... Zoro fights Mister One, which is a strange fight. I the... his arms are <laughs> blades. His, no, he, whole body... his whole body can turn into blades. Yeah, it's like steel. So right. Zoro says, "Like, oh, he says this kind of cool line where he's like, he's like, I can't cut steel yet. Guess I gotta learn to do it now." <laughs> and so, of course. He figures that he also lifts an entire building, which I guess we're just supposed to like. We're <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Yeah, Th- this is also where you know, with these like string of fights, we start just getting this deluge of gum gum fruit, or not gum- of devil fruits. I mean, oh yeah, yes. And, there's a lot in these chapters. Oh, and, I know. Yeah, and and it kind of just like doesn't stop from here on out. It's Pretty like much. very common to get a new yeah. devil fruit like every five chapters or so, five to ten yeah. chapters, and they're all like very good ideas usually. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one later. There's a couple that are really really good. I think Robin's is really cool. Yes, that is like. Uh, I mean, it's uh, weird. It's weird, but like technically, if Robin. Robin could be really OP if she, like, like, because speed doesn't matter to Robin. So, you know, she can, like, grow arms on you and break your neck, like, as she as she has done. Or, you know, incapacitates people that way. But, yeah, um, there's a lot of, I, pretty much, like, they said, like, also on the Grand Line, there are more, there are more Delphi users. Yeah. Because it's very powerful so yeah it's it's a good it's a good fight um it's i feel like it could have also like another way to have like gone through would be for sort of be like for his motivation to cut steel to be like a new motivation but i guess he'd already you know lost to mihawk fairly recently right. so it makes it it would just kind of be like shitting on Zoro to have him lose again Zoro becomes like the most powerful character sort of he's like really really strong where we are now but yeah like he he also they also allude to this and I think they're alluding to the fact there's this thing in one piece called the voice of everything or something the voice of all things I think they call mm. it and uh, I think I think Zoro is like tapping into that there because he says he can hear the trees and stuff. Oh yeah, I don't that's really. Right. I, I still don't remember if that means anything. I just thought I'd point it out because it's the way it's described. It's not it's not said out and out, but like Luffy has it too. But like I guess it just doesn't really matter right mm. now, or even you know, where we are in the manga currently. So yeah, 
what other fights are there? Is it uh, does it then lead into basically Mimi from getting there into the... Luffy being crocodile? So Luffy fights crocodile for the first, second time. Second time, yeah. He becomes water Luffy. Yeah. So let's. <laughs> so we agree that all four of the other crew members fights, for lack of a better term. Yeah, four. Four fights, yeah. All good. Yeah, they're all good, pretty good fights. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll take a quick break um, and then be back to talk about the bi- the main event, Crocodile versus Luffy, and all this stuff that happens with Robin and oh, yeah. the kingdom and all that Yep. important <laughs> stuff. Somehow we'll talk about all of it, maybe. <laughs> all right, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week, we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month, we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed, like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow on iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, welcome back. Uh, for the second half, we're going to be talking about the, as I said, the main event. The Let's rematch get of, ready to rumble. The rematch <laughs> of uh, Luffy and <laughs> Crocodile. Uh, but... Before that, we we get a little bit more on uh, Miss All Sunday. She, when all this like commotions going on with the um, rebels and such fighting, uh, she right. takes off King Cobra. Cobra. King Cobra. King Cobra. Uh, oh, but before that, there's oh. the. This happens after the fight in the little palace, um, like on the palace plaza or whatever that is. Oh right, I guess there's technically. I mean, it, it three le- fights with it Luffy. leads into the fight in the tomb. Yeah. I consider there to be three crocodile fights. Okay. The one in the sand, the one here, and the one in the tomb. I think the second one is just being interrupted. Right, but it's three different areas. Sure. Just so the- okay, yeah, we've got the first fight with. I just want to mention Water Luffy is Water just funny. Luffy is very funny. He he realizes that the only way he can hit crocodile is with uh, water. Because it hardens sand yeah. or makes it stick together. Right. Also, it it would hurt any Devil Fruit user. Like I, I, I that's I don't, true too. Yeah. I don't know if it like you could hit Doflamingo with water and like with a fist soaked in water and if it would do anything. But like yeah. I don't know. I don't like, know what Doflamingo does yet. He's not an elemental. Or like Smoker. Sorry, Smoker. Yeah, I should have said. I'm just always thinking yeah. about him. But anyway, um, yeah, maybe Smoker would work. Yeah, that's know. a good question. But at any rate, you can hit uh, definitely sand clumps up with water. Yes. We know this. this it, it works <laughs> at least one way with uh, Crocodile, maybe two ways um, in terms of it being because yeah. he's sand and it being because he's a devil fruit user. And this is the, he actually, uh, Luffy actually saves Vivi because he comes in on Pell and Crocodile like drops her from the terrace yeah. and they come in and that's when they fight for the second time. And you're right, Miss All Sunday's there. Yeah. And she sort of is keeping the people back that are trying to like they're trying to help 
And then after it. this fight, she goes off with, she takes Cobra to the right. mausoleum. I like how Luffy essentially has like a low-tech version of the Flood from Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> Basically. I'm not even yeah. really sure where that, it's the water from Yuba, that's what he says. Yeah. yeah. From, from, from Toto. He's got to use the water from Yuba. Yeah. It's symbolic. There's a really nice panel of Toto later. Yeah. I, I posted it. But yeah, so did you want to talk about the mausoleum? About This is actually important story stuff. So wait, which one? Do you mean the Or do you want to keep talking about the, the, the second fight? Um, I guess with the second fight, there, <laughs> there's some really good, like, the the first time that Crocodile gets, like, actually hit by Luffy. Is, which is always fun. Oh, yeah. It's really good, like, his, like, facial expression and everything he, as he's just getting his, you know, He has really wrecked. good, like, facial expressions. And, uh, he, he gets, he gets increasing, I think he's the one that gets, like, the most pissed off. Like, yes, as being, yes. As the, being, like, beat up by Luffy. Like, other just people, like, God yeah. damn it. Other people, like, they're just like, well, and I guess Enru, too. But, yeah, I was gonna uh, say, uh, this is, like, the start of kind of, like, a string of villains uh, who are yeah. very surprised at Luffy being able <laughs> like, to... <laughs> To Crocodile's hurt them. like, yeah. Crocodile's yeah. like, I'm 47. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> I like, do not like, want to deal with this fucking. Yeah, kid. like Crocodile's in his late 40s, I guess, or mid to late 40s, and it's like I don't have time to deal with this like 17 year old. But right. anyway, so yeah. he does, so he does initially beat Luffy. Yes, he um, beats him again. He uses this thing called ground death, which where he touches the ground, he like it's like his ultimate attack. So he can like cool. suck up all of life water from the ground. And uh, I forget how that ends, but like. They get separated. Right. So we learned that he is searching for something called Pluton. Pluton, yeah. It's a At weapon. least I think we learned that in this section, not in... It's this. around here, yeah. We yeah. only we or learned this here, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Crocodile talked about finding something, but he didn't say yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's right. Now, it is a weapon. How important is this for One Piece going forward? You find out what this is later. Okay. You find out what yeah. Pluton is, but I won't right. say what it is. I, I, is have, so... I have found out what it is oh yeah i think okay i think i have so is, it, so is it a major like plot thing in i the think future? it's a plot thing in later okay. yeah either where yeah. zack is or it's late it's after it's, that it's come up where i like it has been mentioned a lot and i've been told like what it's supposed to be but right. i don't know if that's like what it really is or what you know sure right um right yeah yeah so the mausoleum you find out why you find out why Miss Alcindy has been working with Crocodile and vice versa. Right. Is that Robin? Sorry, Miss Alcindy. Well, we know her name is Nico Robin. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think we've actually Nico. had a chapter at this e- point titled. Yeah, I think Nico even Robin. Before, yeah. right, Nico Robin. Yeah, she. So she's been wanted by the Navy for like twenty years or something. Since she was a kid. Since she was like eight years old. Wonder if we'll ever find out what that's about. I don't know. Maybe. But so yeah, she's been wanted. They said she like destroyed some ships. It was unclear. But she can read the poneglyphs. That's what they're called. The mm-hmm. um, the there's, there's like a block. It's basically like big hieroglyphics that only she can read. Only people from where she's from can read it. Can I like, can I say um yeah. really I really appreciate the reveal that um Robin is in her late twenties for that you know yeah I know that like old that old person representation in Shonen who you know. <laughs> It's so he, nice to see, he, like, a late 20-something who is, like, a, a geezer. A venerable 28-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, Law, Trafalgar Law is 26, which may as well be, like, 40. Yeah, right. but she, I mean, she, she like, runs with the best of them, you know? She's not, right. they don't yeah. treat her like she's, uh... No. You know? No, even though Sanji's only, like, 19, like, whatever. Sanji's oh, yeah. definitely, like, 25, but... <laughs> 
anyway, yeah, ages in this ages in this series are interesting. <laughs> They're just yeah, a number. They are literally. <laughs> There's some interesting. You'll find out some interesting ages coming up. But like, yeah. So she, Crocodile does show up at the mausoleum again. While right. he's he also like gives an ultimatum. Like so so happening in the background. There's a bomb that's going to go off in the middle of uh, Alabarna Square. Right. And it's like, it's sort of like Frieza's like, oh, the planet's going to explode, except yeah. not that long, at least in the anime, it's long. But yeah. I so, don't know. So it feels like it goes on for a very long time, I, I felt like. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's basically I, an excuse to keep the rest of the cast busy while yeah, busy. Yeah, And so the like, they're they're looking for this bomb that's supposedly going to go off. I want to talk yeah. about when the bomb goes off, too, because there's oh, two characters I want to mention. <laughs> and also... There's three characters I want to mention. Okay. And probably that no one has ever talked about these characters on a podcast ever. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, no, I'll, I'll let you know when we, you'll be like, yeah, why? I, I told myself, I said I was going to write down every character name that I saw. And every, every single appearance. one. Yeah. I've written down every single name. Even if they're like mentioned on one page, I've written it down. All right. So... Yeah, so so, so what's the what's the exact order of events again that so Robin takes Robin Cobra. takes Cobra to the mausoleum. Crocodile's so not there. He's yet. not there yet. No no no. He does show up and she reads to Crocodile the That it has no information about the police. She says it has no inf- she says it has no information. Right. It's just a history of the kingdom. Crocodile um murders her. Uh, supposedly. Attempts to. Very good yeah. panel. There's a really good panel of him like pulling his hook out. I yeah, always it's, remember it. It's, it's very, because it's it, very visually dynamic striking. action. Yeah. You feel like the line of the action going through his hand. And I, and I love something like with this, with that uh, scene with all the fights with Crocodile, it really makes me appreciate what a good design choice his like half-worn coat is. Yeah, he looks real big. And, and as well, like, you know, it's completely impractical to, of course, fall off in any of these fights, but who gives a shit? Right. Um, it's cool. It, it allows Oda to do, do, like, a lot of, like, visually interesting things with the sleeves in particular as they kind of, like, flow out behind him. Always, like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very, because... Very, like, you know, eye-catching. Yeah, and that's all that matters in these fights. Of course. You're fucking reading One Piece. Do you think <laughs> it matters if his coat doesn't stay out? Like, come on. Yeah, right. so, so I guess... <laughs> I guess Croc- I forget why Crocodile tries to kill her there. I think he I think he suspects she's lying. Right. And so he's like, "Yeah, I knew you were gonna probably betray me." He's like, "Bye." Yeah, and, and so- I think also like, don't they think that this is the last of the Pongoliths and she's read all of them and this she's- doesn't have the weapon and so she's kind of useless to him. Right. Right. So she. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, I don't need you anymore." Though I wonder how, I, I kind of suspect both. I kind of suspect that he probably thought she was going to lie to him too. Probably, yeah. But yeah. so, no, you're right that she she later tells Cobra as she's <clears throat> dying, quote unquote, <laughs> that she was looking for something called the real Poneglyph or the, I think it's called the road Poneglyph. It's supposed to tell the true history of the world. Always, ding, always ding, a ding. classic. Yeah, and so that's what she's really looking for. But so Robin's out of the picture for now, but... Luffy shows up. Luffy eventually gets down there. Real fight. There's this weird scene where he like goes past the opening and says, "That looks crockish." <laughs> yeah, he makes. It looks. That, <laughs> he, he like he makes his face like into crocodile. Yeah, he grim, goes. That grimace. looks crocodilish. Yeah. And I wondered what that actually said in the original because yeah. like, yeah, like I. It's funny because like there's it, it is kind of funny because it's sort of like pointing to like how would he know? But, yeah. Like, he like sort of passes out on the way there. Yeah. He. Oh, I remember how she how he gets out of um, Crocodile's grip. Crocodile thinks he kills him, but 
but Luffy shoots water in there and the right. water hits him as, hits it hits him him as he's falling up. down. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. clever. So yeah. so eventually he gets down into the crocodile lair, as he th- as he calls it. Very weird. And uh he doesn't have any water anymore. But, but he uses instead, his own blood. That's so cool. <laughs> Such a good idea. I don't I would say that like this fight I, I don't think any of the crocodile fights are it's weird. I, I don't consider One Piece to have really great fights. Like, things that I'm like, this is a good shonen fight. Right. Like, you know, 17 versus Piccolo in DBZ. Everyone likes that one. Classic. I do, too. <laughs> or, you know, just like... Just yeah. Sort of like the... Well, like... Uh, yeah, it's just... Toriyama is, like, such a good... Like, fight sort of visual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not that Oda's not. Like, I feel like Oda does draw a lot from Toriyama in some ways. But, like, sure. he's not showing, like... fast action he's showing kind of like big moments yeah and i think toriyama is more interested in sort of the language of fights sort of like the sort of visual flowing one into the other much more than oda is oda's more about the like just like sort of the ideas and like uh visual like like emotions and stuff that are going on big on emotions definitely yeah big emotions and of course the thing that sets luffy off with crocodile is like you betrayed your friend she's a member of your crew Yeah, like, why'd you try to kill Miss All Sunday and all these other people? And he's like, I don't really care, you know, die at your stupid ideals, you know, the basic, basic anime villain stuff. Yeah, and this is when he's like looking his most frazzled. He's looking, his, his, like, he's hair. looking rough. His 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 slicked back hair is he's out of place. He's losing his cool. Yeah, he's he has like he also has a scar like right across his face, like over his nose. Yeah, it almost looks like his face was cut in half. He also reveals that his like hook has like a protective sheath around it. And it's, and it's actually like, a poison hook. <laughs> as if the normal hook wasn't bad enough. Yeah, yeah. That's only for special occasions of poison you with the hook. And so he does actually manage to nick Luffy with the hook. And, you know, supposedly, like even if Luffy wins at he'll this die. point, he'll die. And, and that's what happens. Yep, Luffy dies there. The end. Uh, but actually, a uh, good ending uh luffy manages to like basically punch him into the sky yeah yeah it's like most like most of these like climactic fights it comes down to luffy hits him very hard do you want to know something funny in the anime they play dvorak symphony (laughs) when he plays (laughs) like new world the new world symphony yeah they play the end of it when he the famous like the bah, 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 bah. i'm pretty sure that's what plays yeah like the, the slower or like the... no the triumphant um dun, dun, I, wait i might have to check i know it's some dun, 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 <sighs> you know what dun, don't quote me on that i know it's some famous piece <laughs> it's a famous piece of instrumental music i i want to say it's something like that if it's not dvorak but at any rate yeah it's it's a bit much i like the manga version better but so yeah, well, this is how... So, Crocodile is beaten. He gets thrown up and uh, basically thrown into the sand. He gets stripped Meanwhile, of all titles and... Oh, yeah, I guess we... Oh, I'm going a bit ahead. I wanted to we, say we that... We do need to talk about... The, he still has his last gambit. His last gambit is to basically destroy the entire, like, main center of the of Alberna, which I guess would also destroy the palace, or most, most of the palace is fucked up anyway. Yeah, I think the bomb is, like, has a one or two mile radius right or something like that yeah eventually vivi's like where could the bomb be and stuff and she remembers that she and koza used to play in the clock tower or the bell tower of the middle of alabarna and that's like the one place it would be and so she goes there they go there and they find there's a cool little sequence first of like everybody helping 
her and Chopper get up. They they like do this weird video game thing where they like During, bounce like, off each stage. other, yeah. and then like Zoro like uses his swords to propel them. I don't. Yeah. It, it's very cartoony. But they get to the top. They fight the two most horrific characters Oda has ever made, Mister Seven and Miss Father's Day. Um, Miss Father's Day as a name alone is Miss Father's Day is like very disturbing. Strange. I don't know. Like I I makes me think of those like debutante. Uh, balls yeah. or whatever yeah and so and mr seven is like made up of sevens if you look at him a lot of his design is just like the number seven used as like a nose and like eyebrows and yeah. stuff i don't mind him so much. i like he's kind of cute but like like she is like hideous she's frog themed i don't know i'm missing something there <laughs> like she so they're they're like snipers and they're like supposedly at first i couldn't remember i thought maybe they were gonna suicide up there with the bomb but i was like oh no they're actually gonna like shoot it out they're actually gonna shoot it out and so they do manage to stop these two hideous people but of course crocodile was like well i'm just gonna have it blow up anyway if my if my men got if my men got uh waylaid which which you you could expect with someone named mr seven in his father's day you know they cut the fuse but it's and then instead just triggers a failsafe and it's instead gonna self-detonate leading us to something that we've alluded to oh, a few I've... times i think oh, on the podcast yeah where our our boy the guy who saved luffy earlier pell pell he's a cool design he i really, actually design really like on. his human and his uh hawk design it's pretty neat. and it's a really good moment where he's like he, he grabs it, it he flies sweet. off he's like you know the falcon he's is the guardian yeah, of alabaster i thought that was legit touching. that's really yeah. good um and so he has this heroic sacrifice, like and even he, knowing what happens, I still liked it. Yeah, like, yeah, for I... sure. So, and and I think that like doing some, I think that often, whenever you like do like that kind of like heroic sacrifice, but it's with like a minor character, yeah. it often it often feels like okay, no, you're just you're just doing this. You're you're not going to do it with like a real major character. You, but I think there was it feels earned. It feels like. There's a reason for it yeah. besides just like, whoa, you know, someone died. Never mind that that someone isn't someone I really knew right. as a character. And right, well. and like I know this happens a lot too, but like before that happens, you see a really sweet flashback with Phoebe where he takes her flying, and there's a really cute panel where they both smile. Yeah, you know, where Pell smiles, and it's this really like, it's kind of like Gold Rogers laugh. Like it just is like a memorable. I don't know. Sure. Like it's not even really like, like like memorable as an idea it's like pell smiled wow but like it's just a nice just a nice panel so and so going pell... a little bit out of order though <laughs> this is flashing forward a bit we get this scene later at least was this in the chapters that we read mm-hmm. it must yeah. have been yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know what you're talking of, about you know everyone's like so upset and sad about <laughs> pell's death and yeah then you see like a shadowy figure that's clearly him or do you completely no see? no no you see someone leaving a like medical facility and they're like you forgot your bandana and it's pell's bandana that's it and it's so like, you know, they they can't know that I... like <laughs> and and even even later i think i saw an interview not in sps but odo's like maybe pell should have stayed dead like because it appears there's like no reason like i was Other, I, was... I just took it that no one in one piece dies yeah it, that's basically the answer um Except in rare circumstances, like as necessary. In as flashbacks. Sometimes, sometimes in real life, sometimes in flash, mostly in flashbacks. Because it's yeah. it's not it's not like I'm like something. I was still touched. It by doesn't the seem like though. there's like any like point for that. Like it's not. Pell eventually does show back up, and it's just kind of not really remarked upon. 
I think I read, I was curious, like, you know, I was risking spoilers, but I was like, when does Pell next show up? And like, I guess there are some- Pell is the final villain of One Piece. (laughs) There are are some (laughs) scenes in like Alabasta that show Pell there. And so I guess it's just inferred off camera that he was eventually like, eh, I I guess I'll just tell Vivi I'm still alive. I think it's weird. Yeah, you're right. Because like, why wouldn't you tell everybody that you lived? Like, what? (laughs) It's like, I gotta give them time to mourn. And like, how fucked up is that? They have your funeral, and you're like, guys, I was fine. <laughs> it's, so... it's really funny, because I did, I just looked up where, where the first, like, canon reappearance of him is. And it's, like, not where you would expect. It's almost like a part of an appearance that you could maybe be like, is this canon? But I guess it kind of is. He He shows oh, up, right. he shows up in the background of one of the, like, cover stories. Oh, right. yeah, that's probably... Right, and I it, think, and it's just like it's something in Alabasta, and like other people are there, so it's yeah inferred that he just kind of like showed back up, it, and he's like, "Hey guys, I was planning on like pretending to be dead, but I got bored." Of it. I, 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 think, I can't remember. Like, I'd have to track it, but like, I mean, I guess it's just like Oda doesn't want to make kids sad, which like is yeah. He's also he's a cool character too, and like he maybe wanted yeah, to like, like leave that. the thread open in case he wanted to use him again for something. He's like. He's like shit. Maybe a flying character is more useful is more useful than I than I thought. Well, I mean, he always sort of he always sort of hints at the importance of being able to fly in One Piece, but right. Yeah. So there's a lot of like really cool, um, sort of nice emotional stuff at the end of this where yeah. they stop the bomb. I mean, well, Pell does eventually. You know, yeah. There's the whole thing of like the Falcon is the guardian deity of, of Alabasta yeah. and everything, then which was nice. As the smoke clears and everything. Uh, we got our like winding down of everyone. You know, it starts getting, to rain. Starts to well, rain. They, no, they and... they're still fighting even after. The, That's true. There is. I'm kind fighting. of skipping the important scene of yeah. Eventually. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. So it starts to rain, which itself interrupts the fighting. Yeah, everyone. You see, Kosa stick his hand. I remember the scene of him sticking his hand out. You see his glove, and there's rain hitting it. It's pretty nice. And then, because of that. Vivi can finally be heard over everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. I didn't think about that. That's where it was quiet. Yeah. So that that's a nice moment. That was nice. And um, like, cause and that just... that's basically what ties off the whole. Conflict. Yeah, and I think Vivi's like, <sighs> Vivi's one of the better female characters because like she really. I mean, everyone complains. Everyone makes fun of like her just yelling, "Stop fighting! Stop fighting!" But like, I I don't know. I was Nothing sort of touched by that. it. I was yeah. just she was like, "Stop! Why are you guys still fighting?" And, uh, yeah, with the rain coming down and the bomb. Oh, also, um, yeah. I, I forget his name again. Igarama, is that his name? Igaram. Yeah. Igaram. I always want to throw an extra A on the end. He That's comes okay. Back. Yep. He, uh, he's alive. Yeah. And then there's, so when we get back, you know, as everything's kind of getting nice and we've got, you know, some scenes of everyone i wanted to say my oh. favorite most emotional scene is as it's raining you see toto looking up at the, at the at the sky i think he's still at yuba yeah and he says like all it took was three years and you see it raining on him he's like see it's gonna rain i thought it was sweet and we've got, like he would try he trusted that it was gonna rain eventually yeah so we've got you know the kind of winding down of everyone you know luffy sleeps for three days yeah of course um there's the very good, like the the navy is trying to get them. We like we know you're harboring the straw hats. You know, let them go. Mm-hmm. And the royal guard is just kind of like we don't know what you're talking about. There's that very funny panel of like Sanji and uh, Zoro. I think it is. It's either Sanji and Zoro, or Sanji and Usopp. Definitely Sanji. 
um, walking right past the Navy. I think it's so like, hey guys, how's yeah. it going? So Smoker and Tashigi let them go basically, right? Because and Smoker gets a little angry about it. And, and we and we finally get like a follow up on the actual like chapters of uh, Django. <gasps> yes, yeah, so we see full Django in his, his ugly marine outfit <laughs> and full body. They're, it's their bromance. I think it's yeah. one of the biggest bromances in the background of One Piece. Like so. Yeah. But eventually, everyone must go, um, and they make their escape. And so essentially, they like set up with. They tell Vivi, you know, we're don't gonna... you want to talk about Mister Two? Do you want to talk about Mister Two yet, or wait till the end? <laughs> I forget the. Does that come right before that, or right after that? Um, I think. It comes before that because okay, he sure. lets them get to the port. Right. So first of all, it appears that Mister Two has saved the Mary Go. The ship, yeah. Um, their ship. Um, from being taken by the Navy. I forget how, but he said he was just on it, and I guess he said it was his ship or something. Yeah. So uh-huh. right now, right now they're dealing with like a blockade of the island, but I guess like where they moved it is like maybe they'll have a clear shot out. Yeah. Something like that. And so the Navy does try to go after. Right. Mister Two's like you know. I did it because you guys are my friends. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have any friends anymore, so. Burroughs is all dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. He's like, yeah. And, and, so, and they'll never come back again. Nope. You will never see them. Every sing- You will never see every single one of them again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they make their way out to the harbor. Mr. Two's ship comes up, his swan ship. Yeah. And he helps them. He basically becomes a decoy of Luffy. Yes. He, he, he pretends to be luffy on this on the swan ship that's right yeah right. he says so the navy thinks that that luffy and the straw hats survived went onto the the swan ship but they didn't it was right. mr two and some bad disguises from his crewmates i think you see <laughs> yeah like they're dressed like zoro and sanji it doesn't even look convincing but yeah not they're not as mr. good two, as a uh, identical disguise yes. as he is yes and so he like basically sacrifices himself sort of yeah because and there's this really great like haiku or something. He's like he's does like a poem basically. Yeah, it's poem. like a bloom flower of friendship or something. And then oh, come my way. Yeah, it's great though. It's so good. And and then everyone's yelling, "Bon, we love you. We'll see yes. you again." And they will. And they will. Hundreds of chapters Spoilers. later, but we'll see Bon again. Um, uh, maybe if he's not dead, he's, he's not dead. I'm sorry, but uh. So and while this is going yeah. on, they had set up with Vivi. Um, they gave her like an to, ultimatum. It was like, like, hey, you know, we're going to be at this spot yeah. at noon. And if you're there and you want to, you know, leave all this behind, no longer be a princess to continue to be a pirate with us. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Um, There's a funny thing where Igaram dreams that she's a pirate or something. Yeah. I thought that was re- it wasn't really clear it was a dream yet. I was like, oh, wait, no, that was a dream he had. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so... She meets them at that space, but as she's there, she's, like, using, like, the snail transponder type stuff to... She's simultaneously giving a speech to the nation and, you know, indirectly saying goodbye to her friends because she cannot directly say anything that would give away that she is in cahoots with with them. And So... so she's like, you know, I know you can't say anything back or whatever. And it really, to me, like, you know, the kind of the... There's a little bit, technically a little bit more in the arc, but the the, the emotional like the uh, emotional climax is top. there's yeah. as we might have remembered from last time one of their plans for dealing with Mister Two and if they get split up and everything was they would have the a bandage X, well the bandage which covered really covered X. up an X yeah um yeah. 
And so instead of saying anything, the whole crew like you know holds up their arms with the X's marked on them. Even Chopper. Yeah, such such a great panel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's like that's like the heart and soul of One Piece right there. Absolutely. Which, like, yeah. it, it, it's like yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's good, like because it's kind of a good like fake out because the scene the or the whole section kind of reminded me in like broad strokes of Usopp joining them and it, it, you know kind of a similar yeah. like will he won't they will they won't they join um that, that's the only romantic tension in one piece is yeah like, is like, like will, will, they, will they, they join the straw hats? Hats? <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, that's the equivalent of like ship teasing in one piece that actually happens yes 100 <laughs> percent. and and like um established couples like igarum and terracotta yes that's his wife's name i wrote it down she looks just like him. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that, that's i think like like I said, I think that's the emotional climax of oh, absolutely. the arc for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a little bit more like a, a very big cliffhanger yeah, it's... for the arc is it ends up with, hey, who's abo- aboard the ship but Nico Robin. Nico Robin's um, there and she looks different. Like she doesn't have her, she doesn't really have an outfit anymore. She's just wearing right. normal clothes. And we, we get like, you know, a little bit of an explanation about how or maybe I'm maybe this was like a chap reading a chapter ahead or something, but it's not it's like, okay. It's like you know, ba- basic of... basically how Luffy saved Yes. Oh both, okay, that's that's revealed. Both later. her and King Cobra. King Nefertari Cobra, yeah. You... And so basically she's saying, you know, she wanted to die, to die there, there. Because she she basically thought that there was no way her dream could be realized. She's like crying in the rubble. It's kinda right. sad. Knowing Robin, it made me sad to read that. But yeah, so since... Robin's like my second favorite character in One Piece. But So since yeah. since he didn't let her die, basically her point is Classic. You know, she's like take me along. I'm, with you. I'm gonna be part of your crew now because Yeah you owe me that for not letting me die. And I think a character like Robin and, and Zach, you've seen since you've read it. Like, I think they really needed a character like this, like another woman who's not the exact same as Nami. And who's a bit more mature. Probably than the only else. good female character in one piece that that's there all the time. And like, even now she's sort of over, it's just that there's so many characters now and a lot of characters are getting overshadowed, but she still has her moments. Um, she's a serious character, but not good. grim. No, she's not grim, but she does have a sort of she she likes cute things. There's some little stuff going on in recent chapters where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot her little personality quirks. But her her yeah, backstory she, is like very. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's been like alluded to good. a lot, and it's really good. The whole mystery surrounding her, um, especially like when you get to the beginning of the Water Seven arc and the stuff yeah. that goes down there. It's yeah, really yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I really like her stuff. I, it's my favorite backstory, I think. And it's also like a tearjerker, like all oh, One Piece backstories. Most of them. Because Oda's really good at manipula- manipulating your emotions. That's I mean, what in being good, a bad ways. <laughs> fiction creator is. Yeah. yeah, so that leads into them. I mean, they're just sort of leaving Alabasta. Right. So that's basically where we left off. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, um, a lot to cover, even though we divided it in half. I did want to say real quick, the cover story that was going on in this arc was Hachi yes. from Fishman Island, was the um, octopus fishman. And from from a... uh, Arlong Park. Sorry, yes, but yeah, 
there's fish yeah. fishmen are actually from this place called fishman island which we may or may not see later right so so yeah sorry hachi from arlong park who is like just i mean the story itself isn't important not important but like the characters that are introduced like the mermaid and the and the starfish are characters later and it does so. establish that there's a difference between fishmen and mermaids it's weird Fishmen, uh, fishmen have human. And he he explains it. Someone asks about that, yeah. and then he explains it in the SVS about how. Mermaids fish... have fish bottoms. Yeah. Fishmen have fish heads. Yeah, sort basically. Kind of like I, I see what he's Upper saying. Ass, I see yeah. what he's saying, but because like all fishmen have legs, which right doesn't really make sense. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything else uh, you wanted to touch on, Zach? No, that's pretty much it. I really liked this arc a lot. Um. I think it was like Sweet. the first arc that I like really, really, really felt engaged in. Um, okay. I, I'd agree. Yeah, uh, BB yeah, was I, like I, a really good like emotional yeah. core and like character yeah. to kind of like root for. Yeah, um, I really like BB. Yeah, kind of wish she had like stuck around in some. I mean, I understand, and I think it's good that she didn't become like a straw hat, but I. I don't know. I can't help but miss her a little yeah. bit in just sort of the early days of One Piece. And, and, but I mean, we have Robin now and that's, that's going to keep us sustained for a long time, <laughs> especially with these up. I really like this up, these upcoming arcs actually. So what yeah, are so we let's doing? Talk about yeah. What are next... we doing next time? So what we're going to be doing next time is we're going to read the Jaya arc. Um, that is only 19 chapters. So we're going to continue from that into the first like third or so of the Skypea arc, which is the next really big arc, um, a couple chapters longer than Alabasta was at 66. So we're going to be reading uh, from chapter 218 to chapter 254. So that'll take us about a third of the way uh, through Skypea, and we'll get us like the big groove. The first uh, sighting of the, the villain, villain of the art. Who's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it, then. Yeah, Skypea is spelled weird. I gotta say, I again, that's another one that I, I don't think I would have known how to say. I've said Skypea. Skypea? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's Skypea. And it's, uh, I think, in some ways, I mean, just in broad strokes, like, in some ways it's better than Alabasta. I think, I don't think it says, I don't think anything after this is as sort of, like, clean and i mean as clean as it can sort of be emotionally and sort of character wise as alabasta sure just because so much you just learn more and and characters accumulate but yeah i feel like this is the first arc or scapia i mean is uh kind of where oda like goes into the deep end with like world building stuff yeah Yeah. i think right Um, yeah like there's some of it to this point but like here he just kind of like goes crazy with throwing stuff out there yeah, I think also you start to see sort of the... Skypea has sort of the building blocks of, like, what later arcs are like. Mm-hmm. As far as just, like, a lot of stuff happening, which, for better or for worse, I mean, it's it's usually entertaining, but, like, it's a, sometimes a little hard to follow. But now that I'm reading it sort of all at once, I wonder if uh, that will that will help it a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, we will talk about that next time. In the meantime, um, we're going to be back before next month <laughs> oh right to we're gonna do a little bonus episode um still working out whether it'll be neck the friday after this one comes out or two fridays after that mm. um 
So, but keep your eyes peeled because we are going to be talking about the finale of The Promised Neverland. Yeah, we... Which we definitely planned on doing it this way, and we definitely did not just forget to talk about it. We totally didn't forget to talk about it in, in the month that it freaking ended. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that episode. Um, and then after that, we will, Emily and I will, of course, be back yeah. to talk about July and Shonen yeah. Jump. and I'm caught up on Spy Family, so... Yes, and I might be by the time we record Yeah, it. so I'd love to talk about that. That's a really good series absolutely yeah um in the meantime you can find us on twitter i am at goodbye to a shoe i am at cosmos of course i'll be tweeting about mr seven and his father's day for a while if i can i'm not i'm probably just gonna tweet more dumb shit (laughs) as i I get into yeah go ahead sorry (laughs) i'm at woker fox and i'll just be you know tweeting random uh screenshots from one piece panels that i think are funny yeah, that's, that, that's what hashtag One Piece Club is for. So Yeah, basically. Thanks for everyone who listened, and we'll be back in a month to talk about Jaya and Skypea arcs. Mm-hmm. All right, bye for now. Bye.